Welcome to the Dressage with Amelia podcast, where it's all about breaking things down and helping you learn to love your ride. I'm your host, Amelia Newcomb. These sessions are recordings from my Facebook Live, where I answer as many questions as I can from my audience. I hope you enjoy this episode where I answer your questions about dressage. Please help me out and share this with a friend who also rides horses. Happy Thursday. I am finally back home. I'm so excited to be home. I'm going to turn off this fan really quick. It's so hot today, but I've got to turn off the fan because it's going to mess up my audio. Okay, sorry. I had to turn off the fan. It was going to mess up the audio. So before we get started, be sure to RSVP. I'm doing a free webinar on contact and connection. The link should be like either above or below. It's going to be awesome. I have some really great slides and great content to show you. Plus, we're going to be giving away a few seats into my brand new program, which I'm so excited about, and I'm going to be announcing that on Sunday. So I hope that you're coming on Sunday, 12 noon Pacific time, contact and connection. That seriously is the hardest and the most important part of riding, regardless of what discipline you are doing, whether you just ride for pleasure, whether you're a jumper, whether you're a Western rider, when your horse accepts the contact, you can turn, you can stop, you can steer, which is very important to staying safe. Um, if you're a dressage rider and you want to move up the levels and you want to do the fancy stuff, the Piaf and the Passage, then contact and connection becomes even more important. So I've been in Chicago for two weeks. I'm very excited to be home. I'm even more excited that my two horses made it home safely because it was a really, really long trip for them. It was like a 40 hour trailer ride for them. So they got home. I went and picked them up and we got back at 3 a.m. on Tuesday. I'm very grateful to my friend Casey who drove with me and it's crazy driving in the middle of the night like that. Like there were no cars on the freeway. Um, but I went in the middle of the night because I didn't want them to have to go through any more heat. The truck driver said that it was 115 degrees driving through the desert, driving through Vegas. So anyways, going to Chicago, going to the Nationals, um, they both ended up in the top 10, which I'm super proud of. I'm also so grateful to all of you guys for your support for your encouragement. And I got to meet a lot of you guys in Chicago, which was super, super fun. It's always like gives me chills when people come up to me that I've never met before. And they say how I've transformed their riding and helped them with their horse and made an impact on their lives, on their relationship with their horse, helped them get through COVID. So it was really, really fun to get to see you guys and just hear about the impact that I'm making with helping you guys because I'm really passionate about that. So I will say that going to Chicago was, it was great. I learned a lot. I was a little bit disappointed in myself, in my riding, in my performance, to be totally honest. And I think that, like I always say, dressage is hard. And it takes a long time to train the horses. 
and to have everything right. And sometimes, you know, I ride at home. I ride alone a lot. I don't always have a coach. And, you know, sometimes you get to be a big fish in a small pond and going to the nationals like that definitely up leveled my standard and my eye. And like, I came home thinking I have to ride better and I have to go back to the basics and get my horses more through, more connected, straighter, better on the aids. I learned a lot by watching the other horses, watching all the other riders, because that competition, the Festival of Champions, it's by invitation only. They take the top like 12 to 15 of each division and everyone comes there. It's mainly professionals and they have young riders, but getting to watch the other horses, getting to watch the other riders. I got to watch Laura Graves in person and she's amazing. I mean, her seat is so connected to the horse and her aids are so subtle and her hands just are so, you know, her whole body is just connected to the horse and there's all this energy and expression and every corner, every transition and the hind leg is coming through. And, you know, that's how you get better sometimes is by getting out of your comfort zone and going and riding with the best of the best and seeing how much better everything needs to be. Um, Definitely, my biggest takeaway is that I have to work on the contact and the connection and I have to make that better. So I'm doing a webinar on Sunday about contact and connection. So I hope that you've RSVP'd. Please, please, please invite your friends. If you're watching live, you can tag like any friends in the chat. That would really help me out if you can spread the word, invite your friends to come because I'm going to be teaching you about contact, about connection, what they are, how to get your horse to accept the bit, how to get your horse round, and kind of taking you from the very beginning to the very end. Because contact and connection, it really is the key to riding. It's like, even if you don't do dressage, it's the key to riding. And it's something that you're never done working on. So with Harvey and Kensington at the championships, Last weekend, I had a few lessons with Christine Traurig. She is the team coach there. And she was working on that with me, working on the connection and basically, you know, really refining it, refining my seat, refining the contact and getting to where I can make little smaller transitions, like a little forward, a little back, a little forward, a little back, so that I can really get the energy coming from the hind leg through the back into the hand. And that is what creates the beauty and the expression in these horses. So it's something that you're always working on. You're always working on refining, but it's also what allows you to communicate with your horse. It's what allows you to really have that special bond where you and your horse are working together as one. So I'm really looking forward to the webinar and I hope that you all will be there. Um, The thing that I most appreciated also about Chicago is how supportive everyone is in this community. And it is really, really special 
that we have developed this community where we understand how hard the sport is. We understand that there's a lot of ups and downs. There's good days, there's bad days, and it's all about the journey and just, you know, when something gets hard and when you want to quit and when you want to get discouraged and give up, that's when you need support and that's when you need a community to kind of lift you up and tell you to keep trying and keep working at it and that you know, you have made a lot of progress and you are really good. And I think it's important to remember that, that, you know, when you see someone who had a bad ride or they had a bad show to just give them those words of encouragement, because it really makes a big difference. And when you put yourself out there and when you go do something or go to a show or go to a clinic or, you know, ride with a new instructor, you're vulnerable. And horses are unpredictable and any kind of thing can go wrong. So it's always important to remember that and to also remember how much it means to someone when you take the time to offer those words of encouragement when they really need it the most. So thank you guys all for being a part of this community and for encouraging me with my horses. Um, because it really, it is a journey and it's so hard and it's so complicated, but that's also how you get better is to get a little out of your comfort zone, try something hard. And then you realize how much better the basics have to be. Like that's what dressage is all about. It's all about the basics, rhythm, suppleness, connection. And, you know, you work on the movements, you show, and then you go back and you work on the basics. So one of my goals for this year, I have my goals posted like right here behind my computer screen. So I look at them every day, pretty much. And one of my goals was to qualify all three of my horses, Kensington, Harvey and Luigi to go to the championships in Chicago this year. So I achieved that, right? Like I went to Chicago and it was great. I learned a lot. Um, but I think sometimes that then you like once you've achieved your goal or you've had to pivot, you learn something from that goal. And definitely what I learned is that competing and having those goals are great. But now I feel like I need to go back to the basics and I need to make my position better and I need to work on the contact and work on the connection and get my horses straighter and more supple and more through. So that's going to be my next set of goals is they're not going to be related to competition. They're going to be very specifically related to my riding, to my position, um, and to the basics with my horses. Because I think that when you go to a show and things fall apart a little bit, it can always be traced back to that. The other thing about riding, which is very, very humbling, is that your horse is only as good as you are as the rider. And you can always think like, oh, well, maybe if I buy a new horse or if I get a new saddle or if I try this bit or if, if only I had this or if only I had that. And at the end of the day, you have to like work on yourself and you have to make yourself better. And it's important. It's sobering like that you want to put the blame on something else. Like you want to blame the you know, the fact that my horses had to travel 1800 miles or the fact that, you know, I don't have a sponsor and I own them myself or that, you know, there's any number of things that you can blame. But at the end of the day, 
and the judging too. That's another thing. People always blame the judging. At the end of the day, you have to ride better and you have to go home and you have to do the work. And I will say, I see a lot of horses. I see a lot of riders and you as the rider mark your horse, like, like it or not. When I see a certain rider, their horses all look the same. <laughs> so you really can't blame the horse. You always have to work on yourself. So anyways, I hope this has inspired you guys. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about, which was really cool in Chicago, is that they have basically all the levels, starting with the young horses. So they have four-year-olds, five-year-olds, six-year-olds, seven-year-olds developing pre-St. George, developing Grand Prix, and then the small tour and the Grand Prix. And it's really, really cool to see the young horses. Like the quality of the young horses has hugely improved in the last two years since I was there. It's really, really fun to see the young horses because they kind of like all the parts are there, but they don't have the muscling yet. So they kind of look like these pretty little dressage skeletons. Um, and you're just like waiting for the years and years of training and of layering the muscles on and, and refining this outline. And so I really enjoyed that. It's really cool to see the progression of the horses and to see, you know, how they develop from the four to the five to the six and up the levels. So that was really cool. And it's definitely a big testament to the breeding. Um, we've made big strides in breeding better horses and also to the training and correctly developing the horses. So, um, I hope you guys are all coming on Sunday. I'm going to keep reminding you about that Sunday, 12 noon Pacific time contact and connection webinar. Be sure to RSVP. The link should be above or below. We're going to be sending out a zoom link so that you can join us on zoom and I'm going to be teaching you all about how to get the contact and connection better. Like I mentioned, it's something I'm still working on. But that said, I've trained thousands of horses. I've started a lot of young horses. I've dealt with a lot of horses with issues with the contact and connection, like horses that won't go around, horses that rear, horses that you can't turn, horses that are like strong on the left rein or strong on the right rein. And there is a system and there are steps that you can take to teach your horse to correctly accept the contact and accept the connection. And I'm eager to explain to you guys those exact steps so that you don't end up pulling and kicking on your horse and that you don't end up super frustrated with blisters on your hands or creating some kind of a training issue. Because I've definitely been there. I had a horse that I taught to rear inadvertently, which was a very big problem and not fun to fix. But I think that in dressage, you know, a lot of times you hear like round, round, your horse has to get rounder, your horse isn't on the bit. And it can be very confusing for the rider and for the horse to figure out how to get your horse round, how to get your horse on the bit, and how to do it in a way that's sequential and that you break things down so that you don't end up just fighting with your horse. Um, okay, bits. Yes, there's another question about bits in um, that I have here from 
Patreon. But so bits that like bits and bridles. Oh, yeah, here's a question. Any suggestion for bits that also may help getting um, the horse up and out and softening at the pole? So bits and bridles are definitely a big part of the contact and the connection. Every horse's mouth, every horse's head is shaped a little bit differently. So you definitely want to make sure that you have something that's comfortable for your horse, that you have a bit that's the right size. If your bit is too big or too small, that can be very uncomfortable for your horse. That said, um, switching bits and trying different bits is not going to solve your contact or connection issue. So it might make it a little bit better, like maybe 10% better, 10% worse, but you're still going to have the same issue. So teaching a horse to accept a bit, teaching a horse about the connection really is more about training than about the um, specific bit that we use. So who's here in the chat? How are you guys all doing? I haven't been reading the chat. Susan says, I hope to be home from the barn to catch the webinar. Yes, I hope you're there too. We will record the webinar, but we're going to be giving away a few entries into our new program. So I hope that you can come live. Um, someone says, I had a new Schuler turtle top bit that pinched the inside of my mare's mouth. <laughs> yes, um, you definitely want to be careful. When you think about it, the fact that we put like a metal thing in our horse's mouth and then pull on their tongue, it doesn't seem very nice, does it? <laughs> so it's definitely something that you want to explain to your horse and that you want to make sure that you have a, um, a comfortable bit. Cindy says it was so hot today. Let me know in the chat if you're watching how hot it was, wherever you're watching from. Um, Deb's from Canada. I'm in California. It was really hot today. I think it was like in the mid to high 90s, which Chicago was really nice. It was like, felt like kind of fall weather and it was cooler. And today it was like 90 degrees and super, super hot. Kareen says 92. 104 in Utah, 107, oh my gosh, hot, 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 beautiful weather in Buffalo, um, 29 Celsius in Alberta, 96 in Florida, uh, 88 in Maryland, yeah, it's um hot, but soon it's going to be winter and we're going to be wishing it was hot. One thing that was super interesting, like when... I ship my horses. I always give them extra electrolytes, make sure that they're drinking a lot. That's super important. Um, cold showers are always good when it's super hot. Some of the horses at the horse show had these like patches of electrolytes like on the horses, but they were like these gold patches. So I don't know. I'm going to look into that, but that's kind of an interesting, an electrolyte pouch. I've never heard of that. Um, okay, what other questions? Let's see. DM here says, any tips for keeping connection in the leg yield? Um, that's a good one. I mean, a, the leg yield works on connection because the leg yield is working on getting your horse from inside leg to outside rein. That said, it's always important that before you start the leg yield that your horse is round, like before you go into the leg yield. That is definitely um an important prerequisite to the leg yield. All right, a couple other questions from 
Patreon. Um, as always, thank you to everyone that supports me on Patreon. Murphy, I have the bad habit of throwing the contact away when the horse softens. Then I lose the connection. I'm trying to find a good place to stay in the contact. Any tips? That is from Murphy. So one thing that is really important about contact and connection is that you always really want to think about your seat, like your seat between your belly button and your spine. That's really the center. I think of that as like, that's like the control panel, like in a plane, you know, there's the control, all those buttons, your seat, your belly button and, and your spine are the control center. So that's kind of where all your aids originate from. And so your contact, like what you do with your hands is an extension of your seat. And oftentimes we get way too handsy when we ride because as humans, everything we do is with our hands. When we're typing, when we're working on our phones, when we're driving, everything is about your hands. When you ride, you want to ride more from your seat. So if you're having trouble with contact or if you throw the contact away, you want to think about your seat, keeping your seat connected. And then I think one of the hardest parts of contact is kind of figuring out that, like, I think this is really hard, is that either there's no contact or it's stiff and you want that happy medium. It's like Goldilocks. It's too hot. It's too cold. It's just right. So when we, the feeling that you want to have with your horse's mouth should be like holding a child's hand. So you should be able to feel your horse's mouth, but it should be movable. It should be supple. It should be soft. And so you don't want nothing. Like if you have no contact, if the rain is empty, the problem with that is that you can't really control, like you can't bend. And a lot of times if you have nothing and then you take contact, that will surprise the horse and the horse will throw their head up. Um, on the other end of the spectrum, you don't want your horse like super stiff and strong to where like your muscles are just bulging out of your arms and your horse isn't responsive. So finding that happy medium is really the trick. Um, but when you have it, it's an amazing feeling. Like when you feel like your horse's neck is supple and soft and you can bend and you can put their head up, um, and you can drop their head down, then that's the best. And a lot of that comes from your seat. So the more that you're riding from your seat and your legs and it gets to where your hands are just kind of an extension of that, it's always important that whenever you use your um, your reins that you think about upper body back, core tight, so that you're really using your whole body and not just your arms to get that to happen. Um, okay. I think that's all the Patreon questions. Let's see. Someone here on YouTube says, I'm a chubby 59-year-old and somewhat out of shape. I started doing ab work recently, and it has made a huge difference in my position and the ability to be more stable in hand. Yes, absolutely. Work out, do your core exercises, makes a big difference. Um Lily, I'm a Western rider and I haven't ridden in two weeks and I'm bouncing out of my seat and can't keep, um, 
my seat any tips so yeah <laughs> work on your abs if you're bouncing work on your abs the other thing is if you're bouncing a lot getting your horse rounder getting your horse connected and using their top line properly is going to help you sit the trot so if you have questions about that about how to get your horse around how to get your horse to accept the contact come to the webinar on sunday i don't want to give too much away but i have some really great slides where we go through the anatomy of the horse and i really explain to you how the horse's anatomy works what is contact what is connection how it changes the horse's skeleton and the horse's muscles and makes them more rideable and that is like really really important that you understand that and that you understand you know like i remember when i first started riding dressage i rode western for a while well i started out riding dressage i had a dressage horse that got really messed up and started rearing then i went and rode western for a while and like learned how to rope and chase cows and started young horses and it was great when i went back to dressage i was like really frustrated and i was like the horses are so stiff my horse is so strong and heavy like i don't understand contact and connection and like why does it even matter that the horse has to get round so it's hard to understand and it's hard to execute and on Sunday, I'm going to explain to you why it's important and then hopefully give you some things that you can apply to teach your horse to better accept the contact, to better accept the connection. So I really hope that you'll come and join me on Sunday because I have a lot of really great slides. Um, how to keep your horse round in the lengthening. I feel like she's round, but the judge says she's hollow. Oh my gosh, this is so hard too. So sometimes it's hard to tell if your horse is round. And um, I've had this before. I have some horses, it's easier than others. But that's one thing that we'll also talk about on Sunday. Basically, um, it's really helpful if you have mirrors, if you have video. If you don't, you kind of have to look at the horse's neck. And if you see their neck should be like a semicircle, like their neck should arc up from the withers to the pole should be like a round arc. And if you don't have that round arc, then your horse isn't round enough. And um, especially when you go to do a lengthening, when you go to do a transition, that's always when your horse is gonna try to not stay round and try to put their head up and try to do something. So anyways, I don't wanna go too much into the roundness, the conduct and connection, because I want you guys all to come on Sunday. It's gonna be really awesome and super important. And I really love putting together the presentations and teaching you a little bit more the theory of dressage, because that's really important. And the theory is something that we don't get enough of. Um, I always feel like there should be like a college course about dressage and about the theory behind it because when you're riding it's hard to learn it and to learn the theory and to learn about contact and connection so anyways i hope to see you on sunday levi says hello levi i think i miss levi more than anything when i was in chicago he's like the best dog ever and i think that um he also missed me so i'm very grateful to be home 
I'm very grateful to all of you guys and to this amazing community that we have. I'm excited for Sunday. I'm excited for the new program that we are releasing. I've been working so hard on it for so long. It's a little bit different. It's a different format. It's a different type of thing. And I'm excited. I'm excited to get started. I'm excited to help you guys. So I'll see you on Sunday and have a run wonderful rest of the day. Stay cool, drink lots of water, and give your... So that's it for this week. Thank you so much for all of your awesome questions, and I hope you learned something new from listening. If you're new to the podcast and you'd like a question answered on a future one, get on touch on Facebook through Amelia's Dressage Club, Instagram at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, or YouTube at Amelia Newcomb Dressage, and mark the question for the live sessions. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like it, please share it, review it, and tune in again next week. Thanks so much and happy riding.